0: And we're on the air in five, four, three, two, one. Pencil. And when peace comes, remember it will be for us, the children of today, to make the world of tomorrow a better and happier place. We are beginning. Oh, to be we have returned to the, to be the podcast arena. Open. The milieu. The. Oh who the fuck knows the sacred ground of internet podcasting in which everyone has a podcast including me and my partner Eric but uh Eric's not here so we're social distancing so much that he's not on the podcast uh fuck uh, so yeah it's pandemic been home for 3 4 weeks 3 weeks 4 weeks not sure uh My niece hasn't been in school for a while. Uh, Yeah, I really haven't uh, seen anybody or done anything or gone in anywhere or any of that. And you know why? There's a global fucking pandemic that's killing people. By the hundreds of thousands. It's just killing us. And yet, there are knuckleheads who are protesting to get the government to open businesses and let them out so they can go, so they can go to work or they can get their hair cut or they can go to the nail salon. Ugh! what amazing selfishness that Americans are capable of. We are absolutely unable to stop turning rugged individualism into some goddamn form of of selfishness. It is like we have no idea how to transfer one to the other, to how we transfer caring for me to caring for we. And I know it's not true of everyone. So, you know, you you don't, it's not like anybody sends me comments, but, you know, if you were to send comments, I get it. It's not everyone. There's lots of people, millions of people out there doing lots and lots of self sacrificial things. But, When you turn on the news and you see motherfucking Confederate flags and don't tread on me flags in groups of people standing right up on each other when there's a virus that's contagious out in the world in defiance of every bit of scientific evidence that has been communicated to the American public, you just can't help but go, we are so very flawed on such an incredible amount or way or whatever the appropriate ending to that sentence is. And I know, look, I get it. You want to be outside. I really do, too. I want to go... Well, actually, no. My life was pretty solitary anyway. But, yeah, I'd like to go get a haircut. My hair is shockingly big and greasy. And I'd like to, you know do whatever but the fact hey I'd like to go to a movie or I'd like to go to a concert but I don't think I'm ever going to go to a movie ever again in my entire life I think that that's over with Um, but yeah it's this it's these stories about people thinking they're patriotic by putting everyone in health risk and I think that the cool thing about this is I blame Sarah Palin, and I think that we can blame people before Sarah Palin, but Sarah Palin is the first time I ever caught this. This sort of attack on education and attack on credential and the elevation of this faux common sense in place of uh, credential and education and training like she used the she used the the phrase fancy book learning at some point in the campaign and I thought that's it. That's who that's who they wanna be. They wanna be people who are allowed to simply react emotionally and use their opinion and fuck the rest. So so that's where we are. But okay. So let's let's pivot a little bit to uh to to cool stuff. I mean I think i think i'm built this way or i've or i've chosen this path to sort of be a little bit more solitary and uh and so last week was really really hard we wrapped up an election cycle in wisconsin um somebody who i'm a fan of won a seat won a very important seat that you know i think i helped with a little bit maybe but uh and so there's that natural letdown after elections that I experience, that is so amazingly in tune to my ego. I think it's my ego. It's something, you know, where I am just simply not getting enough attention or something, and uh, and I experience the adrenaline dump combined with this ego flare. And like last week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, man, they those were black days, black days, and uh, I did I mean I did everything to to mitigate that, you know, went for walks, uh, you know, chose to experience, you know, art that I like, tried my best to stay off of Twitter, but failed in that, um, and I just sort of went through it, and what was cool is I it felt like the onset the onset of it felt physical like i was putting on an ill fitting hoodie that just sort of wasn't right and it restricted movement and as time went on that that hoodie got tighter and a little bit heavier but then after the election was done and the week went on i could feel the hoodie getting lighter and i could actually feel each day, I could feel, physically feel, progress, and I think that was, that was super cool on my part, or for me, to sort of have a sense that okay, this is, this depression is lightening, and and it's not forever. And the thing, and that's the other thing. Not all we all get stuck at that depression that is never going to end. We're all going to just. We're going to die sad and lonely, and that's it. We're, it's all over with. And the thing is, that's not, that's not it. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, hey, you know, you just got to choose to be happy. Just be happy. Right, okay. So the thing is, my depression, I was able to intellectually reinforce it with a pro-depression argument. It wasn't just pro-depression, but it was pro-depression. I have a right to be slighted argument and my being slighted is leading and helping my depression, which is brutal and nonsense, but it's okay, right? i live through it. I'll live through it the next time. I I sort of have a sense of how to do it and I know when to to not talk to people I care about and when not to, you know, try to have a professional conversation with someone, etc., but my ego is, is I think my ego is the primary thing that I am seeking progress on during the pandemic. And uh you know I'm reading a lot, I've asked my friend Bob from from the why not Wasa Crew to he's a philosophy professor and he's been sending me a book a week and i've been reading them and it's so awesome to to sort of force my head to exercise because like everything else i've just been sedentary as a motherfucker kind of across the board and i really like swearing on this podcast by the way um yeah so it's it's this idea of of ego that is is harming me in some in some deep way that I don't fully understand. I don't I don't understand the intersection between shame and ego. And I don't understand if this is actually my ego or if it's just sort of a part of shame or guilt or something. So do you ever think about, uh, so I was watching a documentary and they talked about how America's original sin was uh, was slavery, right? It's our original sin. And I thought, and I kept sort of thinking about how do I see that as, how do I see the original sin of me? And I have had for my entire life, or really since seventh grade, I have had uh, something that I did that I am that I have been forever ashamed of and uh, I went through kindergarten through sixth grade and my best friend's name was Sean and Sean and I were nerdy kids but I was at the other end of that I was I was not sort of A sickly nerdy kid and Sean was like he was on inhalers and asthma pills and stuff like that and my parents didn't let me do that they're like no you're going to play soccer and you're going to be on swim team and da 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 and so I didn't really get a chance and so we you know I had some jockish tendencies that uh, my friend Sean didn't have I mean Sean just so we were clear became the valedictorian and now runs a lab uh Studying the genetic effects of something in cancer at the University of Wisconsin. So Sean beat me in the end. But uh, so in seventh grade, we all the schools come together in the junior high and we are given this sort of space and freedom and thrown into what amounts to a seventh grade prison yard. And like right away in first period, I had choir. And for whatever reason, I made a choice that two dudes who were sitting next to me who were going to Spanish class with me and I think really that's how come we became friends. Uh, we uh, I essentially walked away from my best friend, Sean and, uh, and moved on and, and almost acted like I didn't know Sean. And I don't to this, I'm 49, that was 7th grade and I am still deeply, deeply, deeply and profoundly ashamed of what I did and holy fuck do I imagine that emotion holds me back. At the same time I also wonder if that is entirely full of shit when I decide that I want to talk about stuff like this that I'll just bring up this story from 7th grade because it's a good story. It reflects a thematic element I like. And I have no fucking idea. I have no idea if I have pushed aside my own personality so much that any story that fits the thematic element or needs that I have for the moment uh, steps into sort of a primary light or if I really am ashamed of what I did to to Sean and Pat, his brother and Chad, our friend. We had a whole crew, you know, and... And I walked away and chose popularity and girls. Whereas Sean stayed the course academically and now is going to change the world. And I think there there have always been moments where I thought I could have stayed that course and and rode with, with him. You know, it would have been something different, but, uh, yeah, so, (sighs) yeah, so I've been, I haven't been diving deep into my emotions because I'm alone, like, I don't have sort of a guide, and I feel a little bit like I'm floundering in that arena. But I'm floundering and that's okay. Uh, So just to change the holy shit subject away from that a little bit. uh, I am also of the age in which I fucking hate text messages. I hate them. I get it. There are people younger than me that hate phone calls. Uh, I get it. And Then there are probably people who hate text messages and phone calls and just want to be communicating with people on Facebook. Okay, fine. But seriously, it's a telephone. You're holding in your hand an iPhone. iPhone, Android phone. Fucking pick it up when I call. Or call me. Don't send me... Don't, I don't want to have a text message exchange that goes on for 45 minutes. Ugh. Like, today I had a text message exchange with my good friend Kelly. And it was Awesome it was funny and light and awesome and uh, and it was perfect it wasn't very long but at the same time i have people who text me and the exchange goes on and on and on and on and on like it's a it's a discussion you would be having with someone over coffee and instead of calling me and having the discussion we text it Back and forth and back and forth. And so, like, I put my phone down and I walk away from my phone like we should. I put it down, walk away from it, and still I keep getting fucking text messages and I have to come back to my phone because someone, my friend Wendy, explained to me that it's impolite to ghost people. I get it. But, yeah, man, just stop fucking texting me and give me a call if it's going to take 15 minutes. Seriously, if you have something to say, say that shit, homie. But, yeah, so I've also been doing, uh, if you find me on Spotify under Citizen Dino, uh, I've been putting up these weekly playlists, which I kind of like. They're not very long. They're not very focused. So there's not really a thematic consistency. But what I like is uh, it's forcing me to do more protein listening of – of music, so I'm paying attention more. It's not just sound in the background, which I really like. Um, yeah, so the pandemic is ongoing, and the argument is for states to open up and put everyone at risk. And to be honest, I wear a mask everywhere. I'm never going to not wear a mask for the rest of my life just because, I'm fucking scared to. Um, and cool kids wear masks. It's that simple. If you're not, if you're not down with wearing a mask, uh, yeah. We're probably not going to be tight. Um, yeah, and I think that's about all for now. So uh, my main man, Eric, is going to post this when he gets around to it. Pandemic podcast. Again, grinding this shit out. Day in, day out. And we're on the air in 5, 4, 3, two, one. Pencil. Friend be for us, the children of today, to make the world of tomorrow a better and happier place. We are beginning to be able, cautiously and with our eyes open, to encourage some interchange of ideas. We have to start thinking about tomorrow. I've heard that somewhere. of Save your energy. We must act today in order to preserve tomorrow. Let there be no misunderstanding. Our objectives are clear. Well, i like to go in Russia and show them the front row You think the Russians could dig your kind of music? Still dig it. Major energy. Lucky under. The big brusque headline is just a damn it like I know. Woo! We are talking about a society in which there will be no roles other than those chosen or those earned. We are really talking about humanism. Why did you put what we said on the radio? To encourage some interchange of ideas. Of books, magazines, students, tourists, artists, radio programs, technical experts. We declare our right on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being. I want you and your boys to cease and desist from violating the American airwaves. Or I won't be responsible for the consequences. Further communications may not be possible. It's this guy. He's got a pirate radio station. When we intend to bring it to by any means. what's on the com chat? Very active, sir. Multiphasing transmissions overlapping. It's almost a gibberish. Welcome. 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 Simply adjust the frequency. The switch. Welcome to Hi. radio program. Hi. Beginning, according to plan. We are What are you doing on this frequency? Just remember who you are. Hi. Radio Hi. program. Beginning, Hi. according to plan. the football in we To be slide the walk the streets these access the